Today's New Testament reading is from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 24, verses 13 through 35. Now on that same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem, and talking with each other about all these things that had happened. While they were talking and discussing, Jesus himself came near and went with them, but their eyes were kept from recognizing him. And he said to them, What are you discussing with each other while you walk alone? They stood still, looking sad. Then one of them, whose name was Cleopas, answered him, Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem who does not know the things that have taken place there in these days? He asked them, What things? They replied, The things about Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet mighty in deed and word before God and all the people, and how our chief priests and leaders handed him over to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Yes, and besides all this, it is now the third day since these things took place. Moreover, some women of our group astounded us. They were at the tomb early this morning, and when they did not find his body there, they came back and told us that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they did not see him. Then he said to them, Oh, how foolish you are, and how slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have declared. Was it not necessary that the Messiah should suffer these things and then enter into his glory? Then beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them the things about himself in all the scriptures. As they came near the village to which they were going, he walked ahead as if he were going on. But they urged him strongly, saying, Stay with us because it is almost evening and the day is now nearly over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he vanished from their sight. They said to each other, were not our hearts burning within us while he was talking to us on the road, while he was opening the scriptures to us? That same hour they got up and returned to Jerusalem, and they found the eleven and their companions gathered together. They were saying, The Lord has risen indeed, and he has appeared to Simon. Then they told what had happened on the road and how he had been made known to them in the breaking of the bread. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. 
What the disciples of Jesus witnessed as they were following him for the three years were truly amazing. A friend of mine once said that he envied the disciples who witnessed all the great deeds of Jesus with their own eyes, transforming people by his words and performing miracles that are impossible to be explained by human knowledge casting out demons, bringing the dead back to life, and many more. Jesus' disciples believed him as the Messiah, the Savior who would save them from the Roman Empire. Their hope, their expectation peaked when Jesus entered Jerusalem. And as their hope was so great, the disappointment and despair they felt when they saw Jesus dying on the cross was also devastating. Let me read you the first part of chapter 24. On the first day of the week, at early dawn, they, the women, came to the tomb, taking the spices that they had prepared. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they went in, they did not find the body. While they were perplexed about this, suddenly two men in dazzling clothes stood beside them. The women were terrified and bowed their faces to the ground, but the man said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here, but has risen. Remember how he told you, while he was still in Galilee, that the Son of Man must be handed over to sinners and be crucified, and on the third day rise again. Then they remembered his words, and returning from the tomb, they told all this to the eleven and to all the rest. Now it was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the other women with them, who told this to the apostles. But these words seemed to them an idle tale, and they did not believe them. So, what we see in chapter 24 is the women witnessed the empty tomb and heard from the angels that the Lord had risen from the dead. The women told all this to the apostles and all the disciples. However, they did not believe the women because they thought it was nonsense. Perhaps this preposterous news even aggravated their despair. Let's put ourselves in their shoes and think about it. The disciples might have felt that they had bet their lives on the wrong Savior. They must have felt that there's no hope left for them. Their master, Jesus, is gone. Their hope, their plan, their dream, and their vision were all gone as Jesus died. Many of us might have had such a time of despair in our lives. Not only as an individual, but also as a community of faith, we face difficult times. 
It's been more than a month that we have not been physically gathering to worship due to the pandemic. So many people have gotten sick and died. Many are grieving with the death of the loved ones. Numerous jobs have been evaporated. Our children are not going to school. Going out has been restricted in many countries and states. This is a very challenging time. So many people are in despair. This morning, it is my prayer that we may see how the Lord appeared to his despaired followers and raised them up from their despair. So we also may be lifted up by our gracious Lord. Today's passage is such a beautiful and powerful passage. It invites us to look at ourselves. It helps us to examine our faith journey. In this passage, two of Jesus' disciples were going to Emmaus and were talking with each other about all these things that had happened. One of the two was named Cleopas, but the other's name was not known. It is not written in the scripture why they were heading to Emmaus. We may guess that Emmaus was their hometown. They might have been headed to where they were originally from, since they might have thought that it was hopeless and helpless for them to stay in Jerusalem. The death of Jesus had shattered their hope. They might have been afraid of the possible danger they might face as the followers of Jesus, since Jesus was persecuted and killed by the authority. Their hearts were heavy. Though they heard from the women that the tomb was empty and the Lord had risen, they were probably still in a status of horror and broken hope. They could be asking themselves, Now, what should we do? To them, Jesus appeared and went with them, but their eyes were kept from recognizing him. We don't know what exactly this meant, that their eyes were kept from recognizing him. The Bible doesn't explain the source of their blindness. Yet, we may still be able to see our own reflection in these two disciples who did not recognize the Lord when the Lord was with them right at the moment. We may think of Cleopas' unnamed companion as ourselves. A stressful reality and difficult circumstances around us often stop us from recognizing the presence of our Lord among us. We often forget the simple truth that our Lord is always with us through the Holy Spirit. There may not be many things I can confidently testify to you as a preacher, but this one thing I can tell you with absolute confidence. 
Our Lord is always with us. He always raises us up. In the closing part of the Gospel of Matthew, Jesus promised us, Remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. When we are well, and when we are not so well, the Lord is with us. In verse 17, Jesus asked the disciples, What are you discussing with each other while you walk alone? Of course, he already knew what they were conversing about, yet he was giving them an opportunity to talk to him. It was his gracious invitation to talk to him. The Lord wants us to talk to him. The Lord invites us to pray to him. After letting the two disciples talk, Jesus interpreted to them the things about himself in all the scriptures, beginning with Moses and all the prophets. And as they were at the table together, Jesus broke bread with them. When he gave the bread to them, their eyes were opened and they recognized him. It is amazing to see the broken body of Christ heals our broken faith. Here, I want us to note this. What we see in the actions of the disciples and Jesus the interaction between them in today's passage tell us the three most important elements of our faith journey as Christians. Those are praying to God, reading the Word of God, and worshiping God. As the disciples talked to the Lord, we also can talk to the Lord directly by praying. As they were taught by Jesus the interpretation about himself in all the scriptures, we also can read and meditate on the word of God, that is, the Holy Bible. As they sat at the table with the Lord and received the bread from him, we also can worship the Lord and participate in the Lord's Supper. As the disciples in today's passage were in deep despair, we sometimes feel hopeless and helpless. Whenever we find ourselves in a difficult time, we should pray more, read the Bible more, and worship more. The hopeless disciples were headed to Emmaus, but after meeting the Lord, they returned to Jerusalem right away. Brothers and sisters in Christ, where are we headed now? Are we hopelessly headed to Emmaus? Or are we headed to Jerusalem as the Lord wants us to be? During the 40 days between the resurrection and ascension, Jesus visited his followers to open their minds, to give them peace and assurance, and to give them the Great Commission. Perhaps we are going through a time of assurance and recommission. The circumstance around us may still seem to be difficult, 
Some of us may be deeply dismayed. Some of us may be disappointed. Some of us may be dealing with sadness, confusion, or even anger. The Emmaus disciples said in verse 21, We had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Some of us, including myself, might have hoped that we could physically gather together to worship God in the house of God by the end of April. In today's passage, we see the disciples move from isolation to community. Again, as soon as they recognized the Lord, they got up and returned to Jerusalem. They found the eleven and their companions gathered together. They told them what had happened on the road, and while they were still talking about this, Jesus himself appeared to them and gave them his peace. It tells us the importance of gathering and preserving our community of faith. Being a church without physical gathering has been excruciating for many Christians. It is sad not to meet our brothers and sisters in Christ at least once a week. Through this time, we may realize how much we miss our worship that we took it for granted. It is my prayer that we become a stronger, more faithful, more loving, and more caring church through this challenging time. Yes, sometimes our eyes are kept from recognizing the Lord. Sometimes we still stay in the tomb and grieve, although the stones are rolled away and the tomb is empty. My dear friends, the suffering and death of our Lord were not the failure of God's purpose. The passion and resurrection of Christ were in accord with God's perfect plan for salvation. We know our Lord lives. Jesus is risen. He is victor, and we are his followers. In him, our hope is never vanquished. Amen.